Ladies and gentlemen, the Jets held a lead today for like a few minutes. Oh, but then they lost and didn't score at all in the second half. Good afternoon and welcome to the podcast. After my two-week absence, I am back, baby, and here to talk about World Series baseball. Yeah, we're going to mention what happened at the end of that game on Saturday. No worries, folks. We'll get there. We'll get there. Plus, of course, we have to get into when basketball and hockey season are coming back. So stick with us, friends, because sports, sports, sports starts now. Welcome, welcome to Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast with me, your host, Nick Drago. For those of you that are new to the show, welcome to my humble abode. I love having new fans and people come to listen to me talk. And if you're not annoyed yet, perfect, stick around. You will be. Oh, you will be. No, I'm just kidding, friends. Uh, yeah, we talk about all the sports news and information from the previous week and go into all the facts and whatnot and who knows about the week, month, year, whatever's coming up after that. I had a good weekend. I don't know about you guys. Uh, got to see some friends. Actually, I've had the whole week off. That's why you haven't seen me very much. Uh, I got a lot of projects done around the house. I built some new furniture. I, um, uh, oh my God, did I, have I been on since I did the fence? I don't even know anymore. Yeah, we built a fence. That that was nice. So now my dog doesn't run into the street anymore. I know we want that, right? Right? Yeah. All right. Uh, let's let's start with the World Series. Dodgers and Rays. This series has been back and forth, and oh, was it oh so good Saturday night? Dodgers were up eight. I'm sorry, seven to six. Ninth inning. Right? Henley Jansen. Oh, and, and if you're a Dodgers fan, you are already cringing when Kenley Jan- Jansen comes to the mound. I think he has four blown saves in in the World Series. Think about how many times the Dodgers have lost the World Series in the last few years. Yeah, he's got four blown saves. Oh, man. So, Kenley Jansen, uh, I think it was uh, a little-known pitcher, Philip, Philip Smith. Is that was his name was? I don't even know. Brent Phillips. <laughs> Philip Smith. Brent Phillips, uh, seldom used center fielder for the Rays, gets a nice little hit off of Jansen. And uh, Chris Taylor. I, Chris Taylor, who's the center fielder, um, uh, goes for the ball, misses the ball. I, I don't know if it fell out of his hands. Someone said he kicked it. Um, either way, that's an error right there. So now as this is going on, right, um, the Rays have already scored one. Randy, oh God, Arozarena, Arozarena, um, is rounding third, and he's coming home. He's going to try and beat the play home. Trips over himself, <laughs> literally just trips over himself, and then stops because he knows there's no way I'm making it home under normal circumstances, right? Chris Taylor botches the catch on this. Throws it to uh, to Max Muncy at first base, and then Muncy throws it to Will Smith, the catcher. Smith 
thinks that a Rosarina has to be right behind him, so he whips around to try and tag him for the out, and what does he do? He loses the ball. A Rosarina, who's now frozen because he doesn't know what to do after his little roll, doesn't know if he should go for home or go back. As soon as the, uh, uh, Smith drops it, a Rosarina charges right for home plate and scores the winning <laughs> run for the Rays. Wow. Uh, this is actually the, I think they said there's the first, um, first blown save error or whatever since Billy Buckner um, and those Mets, Mets and Red Sox fans out there, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, so with that, the series is tied and uh, game three, I'm sorry, game five is happening as we speak with the Dodgers ahead to nothing in the first. So, uh, if you're not, well, if you're listening to this podcast, that game's already over. And so you at home listening to me already know the score and I have no freaking idea. So anyone could be ahead right now. And uh, if it's the Dodgers, great. If it's the Rays, great. But uh, it could go either way this series. You know, the Dodgers have some amazing players. I know Kershaw, they say he always chokes, but really he has some darn good playoff numbers. It's his second start that he's a little more shaky in these seven-game series. Um, you know, I think if the Dodgers end up losing this series, that whole play, that game is going to be highly scrutinized and uh, very disappointing. In other MLB news, uh, Rob Manfred, you know, he is the commissioner. Uh, Rob Manfred was uh, discussing po the possibility of limiting defensive shifts in the future. I don't know how you guys feel about that. I'm I'm personally not really a fan. Uh, the problem I have is that it's, it's part of the game of baseball. You can't just force players to stay in their little zones. It's it's always been part of the game, the defensive. You know, I, I the idea is create more, create more offense, right? Major League Baseball has determined that the more offense, the more runs people are scoring, the more exciting the sport is, right? That's why they keep pushing more home runs versus anything else. Um, so yeah, I don't know how I feel about the defensive shift thing. Uh, speaking of baseball and uh, some changes, if you're a fan of the athletics, you may be disappointed to hear that Billy Bean is leaving the team, baseball altogether. Uh, Billy Bean, uh, as you know, is uh, Moneyball GM. If you've ever seen the movie Moneyball, right? He's the guy who realized that the Oakland Athletics couldn't compete with the big dogs and so started signing guys who had basically been tossed out or, or relegated to the minors. Um, and he started listening to all these statisticians who were telling him, no, you need to have players who can get on base versus players that can actually hit the ball. It doesn't matter if you can hit uh, if you could hit a single or if you get a lot of walks, if you get on base, that's just as good. And so the athletics really built a system around this. Um, Billy Bean, meanwhile, uh, is part of a company called Red Ball Acquisition Corp, which uh, has a is about to have a stake in the Boston Red Sox. Uh, they also have a stake in Liverpool. Not sure if that's related. And uh, because of that, he can't be part of two teams at once. So Billy Bean is going to step down as the general manager of Oakland Athletics. In the last, was it since 1998, he's been there, right? So 22 years, the A's are sixth most in wins in baseball. Yeah, the Oakland Athletics. I bet you didn't think about that or didn't expect that, did you? Yes. 
sixth most in wins in baseball. The problem is, haven't really done anything else with that. Billy Bean has famously said in the past that, uh, you know, his method is is meant to build a team to get them to the playoffs. Whoa, hello. Hit my desk here. Those watching our YouTube channel at home know what I'm talking about. Those listening to me in the car or uh, on your Ferris wheels. You guys have a Ferris wheel? I wish I had one. Um, probably have no idea what just happened. I just hit my desk, desk with the elbow and I made a bigger deal out of it than I probably should have. Um, anyway, Billy Bean famously said in the past that his team is built to get you to the playoffs, and then from there, it's really just luck. A crapshoot, if you will. He didn't say that part. I did. Uh, all right, moving on. Yadier Molina, right, uh, has nine gold gloves. Uh, he is the catcher, by the way, for the St. Louis Cardinals, in case you had never heard of the guy. Um, and this year will be the first, uh, will be him, I'm sorry, uh, this year, he will not be winning his 10th gold glove. Uh, I would tie him, I believe, with Johnny Bench. Uh, doo -doo 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 -doo. Yeah, it would tie him with Johnny Bench for the best all time. Uh, but unfortunately, he will not get there. And uh, I think at 30... How old is he? 38? 39? It's very unlikely that he's going to get there in the future. Anyway, he seems to think it's a conspiracy theory by Major League Baseball that doesn't want him to tie Johnny Bench's record. I think that might be a little bit of an over-exaggeration. Uh, baseball likes these kinds of things when people break people's records. Uh, if anything, I'm surprised Yadier Molina is not on the list. But the three who are there um, are Tucker Barnhart, Wilson Contreras, and Jacob Stallings. And those of you who are in the baseball stratosphere will know that those three really do deserve to be there over Yadier Molina this year. Just saying. All right, let's go to NFL. We know it's the real reason you guys are here today. A lot of games, uh, a lot of games came up this weekend. Giants and Eagles. Oh, Giants, you were so close to your first win. Uh, <laughs> this is like horrible in New York. Like the Giants can't win, the Jets can't win, and the Bills are good. Ugh. Uh, yeah, Eagles got a win over the Giants, 22-21. Saints beating the Panthers today, 27-24. Uh, the Bills beat the Jets. Yeah, as I said at the top of the show, the Jets were ahead 10-3 and then blew it in typical Jets fashion. Not a single, single point in the second half, Jets. Come on, guys. Uh, Browns uh, beat the Bengals 37-24. to I actually got to give a shout-out here to Baker Mayfield, who threw 297 yards, five touchdowns. That is probably his best game ever. Um especially in a year where people are still kind of doubting Baker Mayfield's abilities. He can still play, folks. He can definitely still play. The Washington football team destroyed the Cowboys 25-3. to So much for Annie Dalton's uh, premier as a uh, Cowboys quarterback. He threw 9 for 19, only 75 yards. Even Zeke couldn't help the offense. 12 carries, 45 yards for him. Packers and Texans. Packers continue to roll 35-20. Lions beat the Falcons, who absolutely choke. And this is basically just becoming part of their identity at this point. They were ahead 14-10 uh, to 10 at halftime. Uh, they were ahead late in the game and just, just couldn't, couldn't put it together. So good for you, Lions. Steelers beat the Titans 27-24. Titans with a close comeback there towards the end. But really, uh, the Steel City kept control throughout most of this game. So the Titans uh, 
Titans get their first loss of the season. Steelers remain undefeated. Bucks get a win over the Raiders, 45-20. to By the way, Tom Brady, three touchdowns. Him and Drew Brees are tied for the touchdown record. We got ourselves a showdown through the end of the year. Can't wait to see how that turns out. Chiefs and the Broncos. Chiefs win 45-16. to Not really a surprise there, but it was snowy, and that was kind of fun. Uh, Jaguars uh, lose to the Chargers, 39-29. Patriots. Oh, man, Cam Newton. Poops the bed. The Patriots lose 33-6 to the 49ers. 33-6. Jimmy Garoppolo, though, two interceptions. Really is the the uh, rushing rushers that had a day. Uh, Wilson, 112 yards for Jeffrey Wilson. Three touchdowns, uh, 17 attempts. So good job there for the 49ers. And the uh, two late game tonight, yeah, late game tonight is the Seahawks and the Cardinals. And then tomorrow we got the Bears and the Rams. Let's look at what those standings have to say. The Bills are four and two, Dolphins three and three, Patriots two and three, and the Jets are zero and dare I say it six? Oh and six. Wait, is this thing updated? Hold on a second. No, I don't think this is right. Yeah, they should be five and two. Oh man. All right, hold on a second. We're going to have to uh, update our source material here. Should I do some magic while I do this? Okay, great. Bills are 5-2. and two. Miami Dolphins, they're 3-3. Three and three. Eng New England is 2-4. Two, two and four, And the Jets are 0-7. Oh great. Let's move on from the NFC East, okay? AFC East. <laughs> All right, Pittsburgh, they're 6-0, Baltimore, 5-1, they had a bye week this week, Cleveland's 5-2, and, and the Bengals are 1-5-1. And and the Tennessee Titans, they're 5-1, Colts are 4-2, and two. Houston is 1-6, and, and the Jacksonville Jaguars are also 1-6. Kansas City Chiefs are 6-1, Raiders 3-3, three three. Uh, the Chargers are 2-4, and, and the Denver Broncos are 2-4. Uh, right now, Almost halfway through the season, right? One more week, and we're at week eight out of 17, so we're getting to that halfway point. You'd have the Bills, you'd have the Steelers, you'd have the Titans, you'd have the Chiefs, right? Those would be your four uh, division champions, and then your uh, wildcard teams would be Baltimore and, yes, Cleveland. Cleveland rocks. Cleveland rocks. I know. All right, NFC East, which, oh, my, this is an actual division, people. This is an actual football division. <sighs> okay, we can do this. <sighs> Eagles are 2-4 and 1. Washington's 2 and 5. Dallas is 2 and 5 and the Giants are 1 and 6, right? Any one of these teams could win and get into the playoffs almost immediately. Oh, I'm getting a text from my cousin. Let's see what he has to say. It's a picture of a gun. Well, that's a strong message. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Jason. I know you listen to the show every once in a while, so I hope you hear this. <laughs> All right, Bears are five and one. Uh, Jack the Blue Green Bay Packers they're also five and one. Detroit is three and three, and the Minnesota Vikings are one and five. The NFC South you have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are five and two. New Orleans is four and two. Carolina Carolina <laughs> Panthers they're three and four in the. Oh, God, Atlanta Falcons are 1-6. In the NFC West, you have Seattle, that's 5-0. and Arizona, 4-2. Rams are 4-2. And you got San Francisco at 4-1. and 
free. So who are your teams? I know, first off, NFC West, good for you guys. I, I mean, four and three, four and two, four and two. We'll, we'll find out more uh, tonight. The Rams, Seahawks, and Cardinals still have yet to play. So we'll get a better idea of where they stand. But right now, at this exact moment, you'd have the Eagles. Uh, two, four, and one would be a playoff team. I'm just rooting for a playoff team with a losing record. That's what I want right now. Uh, the Bears. The Bucks and the Seattle Seahawks, those are your four, um, four division winners. Green Bay would get in as a wild card at this moment. And then your other wild card, hmm, I'd have to do the uh, research on this one, but uh, it'll probably end up being New Orleans. Arizona's playing tonight, I know, uh, but I would think New Orleans would be that other one. Um, all right, let's move on. Antonio Brown, yes, it's happening. He's coming back to the Buccaneers. He cannot play. There. Remember, he's on suspension now. So I don't think he can play until week nine. That'll be against the New Orleans Saints. Oh, just in time for Brady and Breeze to have a nice little shootout there. Uh, listen, he hasn't played for a while, but uh, the Bucks are a little bit banged up, right? Mike Evans hasn't playing well. Chris Goodwin's out. I think Goodwin's out, Evans is out, and then Scotty Miller, he has also been uh, hurting with a hip groin injury. But no worries, you still have you still have my guy Gronkowski, right? Gronk is back this year, and let's see let's see how he's been doing. Hmm. Not too bad. You know, I mean the guy gets like anywhere from like one to five receptions per game. Um, you know, 50, 60 yards. He's not, he's not the same, uh, tight end that he was all those years ago, but he's a great blocker. Uh, the Bucks, meanwhile, also made a trade for, uh, Steve McLendon from the Jets. He's reunited now with Todd Bowles in Tampa Bay. However, what I found interesting, so 34-year-old Steve McLendon was traded to the Bucks and then played a game for the Jets, not... Not a member of their team, but still managed to play. Um, so I thought that was a neat little interesting fact. He learned he was to be traded or was traded just before going out to play. And then, you know, I think after the game or the next day, they had announced that that he would be moving on to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So he did play with them uh, this week. All right, Giants. Uh, Giants, hot water. Saquon Barkley, who's out with an injury. And Daniel Jones, their starting quarterback, were... Uh, Seen Buddy Buddy at a bar with no mask on in New Jersey. Was it New Jersey or New York City? I missed that. Uh, no, they're in New York. Great. Oh, and Stephen Shepard. There are a few of them. No mask. Just hanging out. Having a good time. I hope none of them get COVID, please. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, Giants are going to be looking into this. Expect a fine coming their way. Just like the 350 thousand dollar fine that was handed out to the titans for their covid 19 violations uh that really really stinks um a couple other things before we move on from football one other thing actually there's a rumor going around trade deadlines around the corner there's a big rumor that the saints could trade michael thomas and that the packers are one of the top suitors right now that is a scary thought. Yes, yeah, I know. Drew Brees is the type who elevates the receivers around him and the other players that he tends to, you know, he passes the ball to a lot of different players. Cooks, Thomas, he's got a bunch that I can't remember off the top of my head at the moment. Um, 
Yeah, that's a scary, scary notion, though, that uh, Michael Thomas being on the Packers, no less. But uh, look for his name to pop up in the next couple days, free agency. All right, moving on to NHL real quick. Uh, Red Wings are mad. Brr. Red Wings are mad at the uh, lottery changes that were made this year, and I don't blame them. They should have had the number one pick. Instead, they have the number four pick. And the Rangers, who were a playoff team, got that number one pick because they decided to give it to the worst the, the worst of the best, I guess you could say. Yeah, just really weird. So uh, unfortunate, unfortunate for the Red Wings. Also, the Islanders are looking to uh, cut some costs. It's a possibility that Johnny Boychuk, Andrew Ladd, Thomas Henke, um, or Leo Komarov could be gone from the Islanders. I don't know. We'll find out. Lou Lamorella, what he has in stock. By the way, the NHL is laying out a plan right now to begin the season January 1st. No Winter Classic. Uh, no Winter Classic this year, but January 1st would be the plan. Unsure yet if it would be a full season or just a partial season. Um, the NBA, which we'll get into right now, uh, they were also coming up with a similar plan that would start them on Christmas Day with 70 to 72 regular season games and a play-in tournament. I don't have much information about what the play-in tournament uh, has in store. There's also been talks that they might start even earlier than Christmas, December 22nd. Uh, we'll see. That's, Christmas Day is, a, is actually a big day for Major League Baseball, um, and it's a good time for them to start getting some momentum. You know, baseball, and, uh, I'm sorry, did anybody say Major League Baseball? I'm sorry. National Basketball Association. Uh, it's a big day for, for the NBA, and it would be huge if they could get back for Christmas. But, you know, we'll see what the players decide. Uh, the Players Union, of course, has a big role in this situation as well. Uh, as we're on the topic of basketball, Nate Robinson. You remember him, right? Three-time slam dunk contest champion. He used to play for the Knicks. Back in the day, uh, not particularly tall, but he is very spunky, 36 years old. And it looks like on November 28th, he is going to enter the ring. So Mike Tyson and uh, Roy Jones Jr. are going to have an exhibition match. And one of the undercards will include Crypto Nate, Nate Robinson versus a YouTuber named Jake Paul. I don't know who that is. But uh, Nate Robinson and Jake Paul, that could be exciting to see. Basketball player turned boxer. I kind of like it. And, of course, Mike Tyson, That that's just a, an exciting matchup right there. So November 28th, I'm looking forward to seeing Mike Tyson back in the ring. I really didn't think this was real, honestly. But uh, he's putting his, himself back out there. And, um, you know, hopefully, hopefully he doesn't bite any more ears off. Let's We'll hope. I, I mean, he's Mike Tyson, so honestly, at this point, he can just do whatever he wants. All right, and uh, since we're on the talk of fighting, Khabib Nurmagomedov um, <clears throat> defeats Justin, oh God, Gathji at a UFC 254. I, you know, I I like UFC. It's exciting. There's a lot of players out there. My problem, the problem I have is they have a tough time marketing their big stars. I know Khabib because he had a, that tiff with Conor McGregor. Uh, just a year or two ago, I think that was about two years ago at this point, and uh, that was them trying to, you know, they tried to create this whole super fight between these two players. Anyway, so Khabib, who is undefeated, 29-0, and 0, 
defeats Gathry and decides to retire 32 years old. Uh, his dad, who was his trainer, passed away earlier this year. He made a promise to, to his mom that this was going to be his last fight. His words, if I give my word, I have to follow this. So Khabib, uh, and 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 he won. He, it was a title fight, the UFC lightweight title. So he wins it, and now he's going to uh, abandon it. There were hope. There's hope or interest for him fighting McGregor um, or Dustin. Oh God, Por Poirier, Poirier. Now, I'm not good with these. Uh, there's there was some hope that he was going to uh, face off against one of these guys in the future in January, but it does not look like. He's going to do it. He's going to retire. He's going to retire with his brain, hopefully still intact. Ladies and gentlemen, that's all the time I have for today. I don't even know how long I've been talking. 23 minutes? Oh my goodness, that's not long enough. All right, let me let me uh, stall for more time. Da -da 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 I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. All right, for those of you uh, who joined us today, I just want to say thank you. Uh, thanks for joining. I'm really excited to have friends, family, and sports fans alike come in and tune into the show. Of course, I got to give my thank yous out. Johanna Drago, she is the content editor and logo designer of this podcast. She used to be our set designer. Our set's not designed yet, so I'll give her that credit back when, when we come up with a good idea for what my set should look like. But I got a light now, so if you see how pale I am, that's why. Uh, for those watching us on YouTube, by the way, you can watch us on YouTube or you can download our you know, the podcast from all your favorite podcasting apps, including Spotify. Uh, yeah, that's my shameless promotion. <clears throat> uh, special thanks, as usual, to my social media warriors, Mary Kay and Gary Albert. Thank you. Special thanks to my cousin, Jason Kuntz, for sending me a picture of a gun in the middle of my show. Really makes me feel safe. And uh, the music here for the show is a song called Golden Road Sunrise by Josh Woodward. The link to his website can be found in the show notes. If you like what you heard, find me on SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. Just type in Sports 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 with Nick Drago. That's me. And uh, from there, that's all I really have to say. Um, so yeah, like, comment, share, Twitter at me, and do all the funky doo-doos that you like to do-do so well. And um, alright, I'm gonna go break, sleep, my vacation's over, I gotta go back to work tomorrow. Woohoo! Alright, friends, thank you for tuning in. Have a good night. Ta-ta. So long. Farewell.